This is Bob's World. Good morning, I'm Bob Welch. Yesterday, I provided a hopeful story of storm recovery along the dunes of the north coast of Prince Edward Island. This morning, another after-the-headline story after a storm. This time, it's from Vermont, and it's kind of dirty because it involves a wastewater plant. So, I've made this tease a little bit longer so you can brace yourself... But I call attention to it because the afterstory of a catastrophic storm can help other communities plan ahead for when it's their turn in a minute. My early Alzheimer's diagnosis was hard to take. But it gave my mom and me more time to plan together. Talk to your family about seeing a doctor. Go to alz.org slash time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, find the lyrics. Start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ed Council and Pivotal Ventures. There's so much going on, it takes reminders sometimes to take ourselves back. I direct your attention to central Vermont, the capital city of Montpelier, and we refresh our memories to early July. A storm with no name came through Vermont and did stuff that hadn't been done since Tropical Storm Irene in 2011. Some say it was worse. We saw pictures of entire railroad beds washed out. A picture I remember was in Rutland County. Further north is Montpelier, the capital. They easily got 20 feet of water when you consider it's the lowest elevation compared with the surrounding area where two branches of the Winooski River come and merge downstream. It was, in a word, a mess. The State House and a lot of state office buildings are on one of the streets that flooded nearly three months ago, and some of those buildings are still airing out. they got to get not just the water out, that's largely been taken care of, but the smell. There's mold in there, dare I say more. That's the backstory in case you aren't listening to this anywhere in Vermont. Now this, the Montpelier Wastewater Treatment Plant. Still unclogging the drains following that flood. Chris Cox is the chief operator of said plant. He walked CBS affiliate WCAX-TV through his workplace on Tuesday. He carried a big vacuum-like hose through a bubbling layer of sludge, for lack of a better term, that's been plaguing Montpelier's wastewater plant for months. He says ever since the flood, they've been fighting it. All kinds of debris is incorporated in the waste and stormwater processed at the plant. Most of it filtered out using screens at the beginning of the treatment process. Well, that's normally what would happen, but they feared the flood would bring in too much and create a blockage if the screens were in, so the staff removed the screens before the storm hit. That opened the floodgates for debris to fall through the plant. In short, there's an awful lot of stuff that's stuck in there. And it takes equipment and people to run that equipment to get that stuff out and haul it off to a landfill. Forewarned is forearmed. Montpelier's facility isn't the only one struggling. Oh, no. All of Vermont got barraged with water that night and the day before. State officials say they are working with around 10 wastewater facilities across Vermont to address issues like sludge and damaged infrastructure. City of Montpelier says they've spent thousands to remove it, but 
expect to be reimbursed through the Federal Emergency Management Agency. He says residents won't be impacted by the cleaning process. Forewarned is forearmed, I reiterate. These are the costs of storm cleanup. That story from WCAX-TV, Channel 3 Burlington. Bob's World for Thursday, September 28, 2023. I'm Bob Welch. Make it a great day, and I'll see you on the smartphone.